0: Spin to win this summer at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. Check out our
1: outstanding summer lineup of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And with more and more new vehicles arriving, the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan is adding more choice to our already sensational selection. Choose your new ride and spin the summer sun wheel to win great prizes like barbecues, meat packages for the grill, golf passes, and more. Let the summer fun begin with your new ride from the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. We won't sell you a car. We'll help you buy one. This is Lloyd Minster Show. This is local that matters to you. Local people. Local events. Local news and sports. For Lloyd Minster and area. This is live with Kurt Price from the new Lloyd Minster Nissan. Welcome into the new Lloyd Minster Nissan. A little bit cooler this morning, but. It sure looks like it's going to be a great week. It would be nice to have a a microphone as we get uh, set here at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. But yeah, it's a little bit cooler, but it looks like it's going to be nice for fair week. And here at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan, uh, we have a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. And right now, Spin to Win is on with our great summer fun wheel. So when you buy a new or pre-owned vehicle here at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan, you can spin the Summer Sun wheel to take home great summer win prizes. I can hear that wheel going right now. Well, here we are. Fair Week is finally here, and our guest today is the Honorary Parade Marshal for tomorrow's parade, Dr. Neki Jamal, who is certainly deserving of this honor, and uh, uh, we're going to meet him and chat with him in just a moment, and he's got a great story to tell, and I'll tell you, Lloydminster is lucky to have this gentleman. A couple of things to take care of before we get to uh, Neki, though, for disaster help called BioClean Disaster Services. They can help with water damage, they can help with wind damage, fire damage, mold or asbestos contamination, drug cleanup and more and BioClean is committed to getting your property back to where it was or in even better shape than it was before the disaster and they know how important quickness is, they know how important it is to keep you up to date and they take great pride in taking care of you and your family at the same time. For respectful professional and urgent care you can call BioClean Disaster Services one 833 246 83 Twenty-six. Well, as we mentioned, uh, Dr. Necki Jamal is here, and the parade does go tomorrow morning. It goes at ten o'clock. It has a slightly different parade route this year, and along with the parade, there's certainly a lot happening at the fair, including the Tom Cochran concert on Friday night. Not yet sold out. Hard to believe that that isn't sold out yet. And then Saturday at noon, and a whole lot of fun is the running with the bulls. There's a $1,500 prize up for grabs. And last year, this was certainly very, very entertaining. So a whole lot of fun stuff at the fair. Uh, Saturday night, there's fireworks. Um, If you haven't got a ticket yet, Tom Cochran, hurry up and get that ticket. I mean, 45 bucks and you get into the fair with that ticket. That's a pretty good deal. We're gonna be broadcasting tomorrow afternoon from the Lloyd-X fair. Uh, To go along with the fair, the city of Lloydminster is once again hosting their free pancake breakfast at City Hall. It goes on Thursday morning, and it starts at 7 o'clock, ends at 10. Coffee, juice, fruit, sausages, and pancakes will all be served up. All for free by various members of the city council and some of our municipal leaders as well will be there. And we will be there. We're lucky to be uh, there broadcasting live as well. So we're looking forward to that. And at the same time as the fair, the North American Chuck Wagon Championship is in town. The new thing this year is that you only need one ticket to go to the Chucks and the fair after 5 p.m. The gates open for the North American Chuck Wagon Championship at 5 tomorrow again and over the next five days. And you can get into the Chucks at the fair for $20 and the races go at 6.30pm and 2pm on Championship Sunday when they award that beautiful black Nissan Frontier from the new Lloydminster Nissan and speaking of a beautiful Frontier from the new Lloydminster Nissan you can win a matching truck this year the NACC the CPCA and Little Pine Pow Wow are the beneficiaries in the Trucks for Chucks raffle purchase a ticket for just $10 and you could win a matching Frontier the exact truck that's going to be given away on Sunday $20,000 cash is up for grabs and a $10,000 draw as well the big draws are scheduled to take place on October 21st and you can pick up a ticket at the NACC Speaking of giving away money, there's another Chase the Ace draw at the Lloyd Mr. Exhibition tomorrow night. There are 46 cards remaining in the deck, and the jackpot that you would think would easily reach over $40,000. What with the traffic that's going to be out at the Lloyd Mr. X this week? Tickets are just $10 each, or three for 25, 10 for 50, or 20 for 100. All the details at LloydX.com. And there's three ways that you can purchase your tickets. And if you're going to be out at the fair, it's a real easy thing to just pop in and purchase your ticket. Now, fair isn't the only thing going on this week the lloyd mr auto club is hosting their 43rd annual specialty vehicle show on july 15th at lions park that's the park that's right across from lloyd mall and registration starts at nine it goes until noon and with the show running until 4 p.m it's the lloyd auto club's 45th year and once again their 43rd show and any donations accepted at the door will go back into local charities as well Well, every Tuesday night this summer, there are downtown block parties right along Highway 17 or 50th Avenue, if you want to call it that. But right in front of Don's interiors and across the street from Cliff Rose for clothes. And Don Hames told us at the event last week when we stopped by that the downtown block parties start at five, including today, and they're even more important this year.
2: Um we did these block parties last year. and um, this year I think they're even more important to do because of all the construction and it just um, will draw people downtown to enjoy their their beautiful downtown. And um, we have live music and uh, there's vendors. there's a bake sale, there's a food truck. Um, yeah, lots of uh, handmade things. There's an artist over across the street painting and doing some artwork. And so it's just kind of a fun summer, summertime thing just to sit and listen to live, uh, music.
1: Great live entertainment and uh, great local handmade uh, uh, goods are there at the block party, and uh, we had a really good time when we were there last Tuesday, and again, that goes uh, tonight at 5 o'clock right on 50th Avenue in downtown Lloydminster. It's not just a name, it is Superior Water. Superior Water has two locations in Lloydminster, and they're open on Sundays to make filling your big blue jugs a whole lot easier and quicker. And if you want great-tasting water right from your tap, you can call Superior Water and ask about their under the sink reverse osmosis system. 780 875 6636. I drink Superior Water because I like the taste and I believe it is superior to anyone else's water. Superior Water is open on 57th Avenue on Monday to Friday from 8 to 6, and Saturdays and Sundays 10 to 5. Plus, of course, you can't forget their coin operated location uh, just off Highway 17 by 711. Okay, we're going to take a break and come back with a gentleman that Lloyd Mister is lucky to have here. And he's got quite a story to tell if you don't know neki jamal and our parade marshal for tomorrow you'll get to know him next
0: it's more than just taxes at lna cpa assurance accounting retirement planning estate planning Business consulting, financial consulting, farm program support, and bookkeeping. But yes, there is always taxes. The team at LNA CPA is committed to helping you achieve your best results and will be there to assist you every step of the way. LNA CPA, with offices in Provost, Vermillion, and Lloyd Minster. Uh, Jason Erden and Associates Cooperators. We're proud to be a top-rated local insurance company that offers flexible solutions and expert advice for all your insurance and investment needs. We'll work with you to tailor your insurance specific to your needs, and we offer investment advice that always puts you first.
2: At Cooperators, one of our core values is to
1: support the communities we live in. When you support Jason Arden & Associates Cooperators, you are supporting local
2: nonprofits and initiatives. Since 2020, we have donated 60000 to local nonprofits, youth sponsorships and various special projects. When was the last time your insurance company did that?
0: How can you help support the oil and gas industry and jobs in Western Canada? The answer is closer than you think. Sell your scrap metals to PWM Steel. PWM sells scrap iron to Evraz, located in Regina. Evraz's number one customer is the energy sector, building pipes and plates for the oil and gas industry. PWM Steel is your locally owned metal recycler and steel service center in the area. Plus, they're a strong supporter of the community. PWM Steel, your top steel supplier for Alberta and Saskatchewan for 40 years.
1: At Diamond 7 Meats, we work with local farm families to provide a high-quality product and a great selection for you. Try our mouth-watering Smokies pulled pork, roast beef, and more. Made pure and natural with no additives or fillers. We offer custom processing and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage, burgers, and jerkies made to your specifications. Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder Smoker. Complete the grilling experience with Canadian-made, award-winning line of House AQ barbecue Sauces. We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. Welcome back inside the new Lloydminster Nissan, where our guest today is the Parade Marshal for the Lloyd X Fair Parade this year. Neki Jamal joins us, and uh, he is a dentist here in uh, Lloydminster. Yep,
2: yep. Um, but also a parade marshal. But also a but yeah, parade you need marshal. You to explain to
1: it a parade marshal does. Well, uh, I've been a parade marshal, and okay. a parade marshal doesn't do much but this. I need a hat. Can you, Is there some sort of, like,
2: <laughs> honorary hat you can give me, or how does this work?
1: Yeah, you might need a hat to keep the sun off, but you get oh, to ride okay. in a really nice carriage. Oh, okay. You know, behind, carriage? but Behind two horses. Oh, really? Waving at everybody. Yeah. And uh, I think you have to do a speech at the reception as well. Really? There's a yeah. reception. There's a reception. At is is right there after like the an break. email about this, or what, what the heck's going I, on here? I, well, I, I think I because like, it was Heather and I, so I just let Heather do it. Oh, really? Well, like Chad GPT is about to write me a reception speech. <laughs> yeah, so I love it. Yeah, it just just a summary of kind of like like what it means to be the parade marshal. From okay. what I remember, yeah. And it is a big honor. Like really? yeah. I, I remember the first time I was parade marshal because I did it once before, and it was Vic Juba that asked me. Oh. So, when Vic oh, Juba that's, comes that's in, honorary. Yeah, right he there, comes right? in and yeah. sit, like, Can I talk to you for a minute, Kurt? It's like, Vic Juba wants to talk to me? This is serious. Yeah. You know, like I've been on committees and stuff with Vic, and he's never really talked to me. <laughs> so, <why>? <laughs> <laughs> what could this possibly be about? Yeah. And it's like, We want you to be the parade marshal. What? And like, that,
2: yeah, super like, cool. Who right? asked you? Uh, <laughs> Patricia, my office manager, got, oh, an, really? got an email, and she was like, Hey, Nick, you're the parade marshal. And I was like, uh, What? <laughs> I was like, okay, sounds sounds great. Um, yeah, I, I honestly have no idea what it entails, but I'm very excited. Yeah, I think it's super cool. Like, it's a big honor. Yeah,
1: you get to represent your city, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you think totally. about the people who have been. Like the year before we were, I remember it was Mike Sidoric. So yep. there's a, you know, all the big names Absolutely. That, that go down in history have been the Parade marshals. Really? And then there's Heather and I. And so it was we like, and
2: then there's us. Well, so. now I got to follow you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like they've ran out of all the cool people. <laughs> now we're just, we're, we're the kids at the end of the table, right? So when did you get to Lloyd Minster Necki? What brought you to Lloyd? I, I, honestly, I came to Lloyd Minster in 2009 so what is that 14 years ago now grew up where uh calgary grew up in calgary went to school um in Sassoon at u of s there's no dental school in calgary so i moved to uh moved to sastoon for dental school and then needed a job and and moved to lloyd and i thought i was just going to be here for a year and then i was going to go specialize somewhere and and uh, i fell in love with the community i started coaching basketball right away and and I was just like, man, this is what it means to live in, live in the community. And I loved it. And, and it's cool because the same kids that coach basketball, I'm now pulling their wisdom teeth. And, like, you see them in university. And they were six years old. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and it, it's so cool to see them grow up. Wait till you're pulling their kids' teeth. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if my back will
1: allow me to. But You know, your story is similar to mine and yeah. similar to Paul's and to a lot of people that we talk to is, hey, I thought I'd be in Lloydminster for a little while. Yeah. And then I just kind of stuck around. So are you like, you like it here so much that you're planning on staying for a while?
2: I, this is home. I, I have no desire to live anywhere else. Like, I get job offers across the country to, you know, go work here, teach here and I've no desire to, this is home and this is always going to be home. So when did you realize you want to be a dentist? You're growing up, growing up in Calgary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it, it's, it's really funny. Cause I grew up, you know, this fat chubby kid and, Hey, me too. Yeah. Hey man, we, we got it. We got it. Makes the best, makes for the best people. But, uh, man, you could, you could drive a truck between my two front teeth. And, uh, I, I, I still remember, um, going in, and, and my dad, he couldn't afford braces. We were, we didn't have any money growing up, and um, I remember going into the ortho, like walking out of the orthodontist office, and my dad took out a loan and everything to get me teeth. And I remember looking in the mirror, and, and just being able to stand up two inches taller. And it's not like everyone thinks dentists fix teeth. We don't fix teeth. We create confidence, and and for someone to give me that confidence, it, it totally changed my life, and it continues to change my life today. And so I wanted to be able to give that to someone else.
1: So how do you end up at Wayside? What brings you to Lloyd? What is it that it's just hey, there's an opening here?
2: Yeah. So um, uh, Reagan, like one of the other partners at Wayside, we were. Uh, like she was already working here and, and we worked together and, and uh, we bought the practice in, in 2009 and and we've been running it since. Oh, I didn't know, I didn't realize you bought, like,
1: is that yeah. how all dentists work? Or?
2: No, no, like here's, uh, like you can buy the practice and you're the owner of the practice or, or you can work for someone else. Um, yeah, so we, we bought the practice in 2009 and, and the rest is history. Okay, the rest is not quite history.
1: <laughs> okay. So how do you integrate yourself into the community? You said you could start coaching basketball.
2: I started coaching basketball and for me that was that was my favorite uh, to you know every you know one weekday evening you're you coach and 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 you run practice and then Saturday mornings with like Border City basketball you you get to run games and and You know, I I loved playing basketball growing up. I can't say I was a great coach. And I remember parents used to razz me. They'd be like, man, you play favorites. Like, you don't play all the kids equally. And I'm like, but man, we're here to win, right? You know what I mean? And we did win, and we won a lot. But maybe I could have been a little bit more fair with playing time. And I see that now. But uh, no, we had a lot of fun. Hey, my dad was a coach of our hockey
1: team. And I remember sitting in the dressing room after games and waiting for my dad while parents chewed him out because they didn't play his kid i know so oh, i think it man. happens to all coaches i still remember
2: points. getting letters too and i'm like i felt like a second crap you know what i mean Being like oh maybe i should be I, I i wasn't even cognizant of it you know what i mean because you're like we want to win we're down by five i'm gonna put in your best players right yeah but you know you have to remember they are kids and and uh <laughs> what, what age what 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 group was it oh i coached all the, I i coached Like the young ones, like, you know, six years old and then eight years old, 10 years old. I kind of with the same group all the way up. And then I started coaching. Um, I coached at Bishop Lloyd for a little bit. And then I coached uh, one year assistant coaching for the junior girls at the comp. So you played basketball in calgary growing up i did yeah i wasn't a good i thought i was you know when you look at like in your head you're a little bit better than you really are and then (laughs) yeah i don't know i i've always like my goal is funny like you you see these uh, things you write when you're a kid, like, you know, grade two projects. And my dad just this weekend, he showed me, he's like, Neki, let me show you what you wrote in grade two. And it was like, my name is Neki and I am a basketball player. And it was like, I wanted to be Shaquille O'Neal. Cause I was like the best basketball player in my day. Right. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. So it was kind of, it's kind of funny that you bring that up. Cause that's exactly who I wanted to be. Yeah. What'd your dad do? Uh, my dad was a store clerk at a drywall store and, uh, uh he worked super hard. It was like a one man store. And, uh, in the 08 recession, he lost his job in Calgary. Cause like everything in construction, it was an American company and went to crap. And then, um, you know, he had a hard time really finding a job after that. We didn't really go to school or anything like that, but, uh, he raised me and he was a single dad and, and, uh, it was, uh, he sacrificed a lot for me to get to where I am. I find that the best people, like you mentioned, like, you know oh, I
1: was a chubby kid and yeah. now, now, you know, now I'm this awesome. <laughs> well, whatever. I don't right? think so. But, but yeah. don't you find mm-hmm. that the, the, the best people scrape and claw their way? Totally.
2: To where totally. they get to. Yeah. And it's, it's. I always try to remember this quote and I always butcher the quote, but like um, strong times create strong men. And hard times. Like, yeah. Hard times. Hard times. Hard That's times. what it is. Hard times. Yeah. And it's, it's that cycle. And then when you get to the point of like, you become soft you 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 totally the next generation has to be that like hard they have to feel those hard times in order to to have that grit and um i would not be where i am today like man there was times like my dad and i we didn't have places to sleep and i was sleeping at friends houses and and you know we we didn't have money growing up and and times are hard and i wouldn't be where i am today if i didn't experience that just you and your dad yeah yeah, yeah. My parents got divorced when I was thirteen, and I haven't seen my mom since I was thirteen years old. And so, um, you know, people say, "Are you angry about that, or do you carry?" And I was like, "No, man. Like, my dad is the best. Like, he, he took me from you know nothing and made me into who I am today." and I give him the full credit for that and and my dad didn't have an education either but he always said like you know try your hard in school do do your best and and I still remember he's like you know Nicky it's time to get a job and I was 14 years old and got you know that's when you can get your social insurance number right yeah and I applied for a job at Pizza Hut and uh it was like my first job and it was what four back then in I don't know, nineteen ninety-six or whatever, or nineteen ninety-eight or two thousand, it was like what four fifty an hour. And I remember I was like, Okay, hey, well, I want to go to university. I'm in grade nine or grade ten. And university is what six thousand dollars a year, making four fifty an hour is gonna be hard. So I remember Pizza Hut was right next to T D bank and I walked into T D bank after I got my first paycheck and I was like, Hey, I wanna open up an RESP. And they're like, you're 14, you're 15 years old, 14 years old, you can't open up an RESP. And I was like, okay, well, so I got my dad to walk to the bank, we opened up an RESP and I put in every single paycheck I had into this like registered education savings plan. So the government would give me 400 bucks. You know what I mean? And that's how I saved for university. And so, yeah, you slinging slices really uh, really pays off in the end, yeah.
1: That- i have so much more respect for you now than i ever did oh okay. i really like <laughs> i know i'm serious like yeah so like did you get any scholarships
2: yeah like, i wasn't i can't say i was the brightest kid um i was like i, I felt like i was had to work harder than yep. the next person yep. like i never i wasn't the guy to get 98s in schools like it's funny because i look at like so many people now and they're like showing me their report cards and like i don't know if there's mark inflation just like <laughs> dollar inflation like. Back then, you got a 75, and you are a smart kid, right? Now yeah. it's like you got to get a 98 to to flex and show you're a smart kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so 6,500
1: a year when you went, yeah. what would it, would it be now?
2: I don't think I don't think um, actual undergrad has changed that much. Oh, okay. But like dental school was 32,000 a year, and and so I obviously I got like lines of credit and student loans for that. But now that 32,000 is like 65,000 a year. Yeah, and because there's no, like, government support, right? But it is what it is. Yeah. And you always, whatever, you pay for it, right? You know, when I went to
1: Nate, this is, this, I don't know if every class at Nate is this way or it just works out, but absolutely everyone, Like, there's 13. I think there was 13 of us. 13 in radio, 13 in TV. Yeah. So you got 13 kids going to the TV. Yeah. Every one of them, mom and dad paid for their, yeah. paid for them to go to Nate. Radio, the other 13. Every one of us had student loans. Really? Hey? Every single Why one is that? of us. Why is that? I, oh, I think, like, I honestly think that TV, you're like, oh, I'm so pretty. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm going to be on TV. Or yeah. I'm the handsome guy with the strong jawline and I'm going to be on TV. And yeah. then you got the guy, people in radio that are just gutting it out going, yeah. you know, all I need is a chance to get on radio and I'll take it from there. Yeah. You know what? I, like, just, just
2: give me a chance. Just give me a job somewhere. See, the thing I like about radio is you have to be a storyteller. You can't just you can't just say oh the next song is or repeat the news because no one's going to tune in you have to have the ability to to tell stories and to engage the, yeah. the 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 listenership which you don't need on tv because everything is teleprompted on tv
1: well the the crazy thing about tv and radio is radio it's like if i have a microphone i'm good yeah right i can do it in tv you got to have a camera guy. You got to have a Fair news enough. reader. You got to have people going on. Like, it's such a team thing, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing about people who are on TV, and this is not everyone, but the majority of them are me, 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 me. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you get the opposite happening where you get a team atmosphere in radio and in TV where you really need a, t- a- you know a team atmosphere yeah you don't get that now when i think of wayside dental clinic mm. i think of a team atmosphere you guys yeah. have a real team going
2: that's there. all patricia man she's she's our office manager i'm i'm so lucky to have an amazing group around me like from my assistants to my hygienist to the other dentists there like i feel it's really allowed me to explore other avenues within dentistry like i I think it's cool. I still remember going to my first dental conference in 2009, going to Vancouver and uh, seeing this dentist walk up on stage and he was teaching a course and I was, and that was my first exposure going to a dental conference. And I was like, man, how cool would it be to be that guy? And I was like, okay, I want to be, I want to be that guy. And I still remember I got my shot 2015 and I got to be that guy and I, and I've been growing and growing it and then COVID like destroyed me and I was teaching I was like getting those opportunities to teach all over and now that COVID's over like it's really cool that I get to be a dentist four days a week in Lloyd and and then I travel almost every weekend across the country teaching or, or, or doing something awesome within dentistry like it's it's really allowed me to to open up so many doors. What's the furthest
1: the way you've you've traveled to teach dentistry? Because I know uh, I know you've traveled far, yeah. long distances uh, to volunteer. Yeah,
2: yeah. But I know. but
1: to teach, what's the?
2: I, I don't I don't know. Like I you know, around North America for sure. It's uh, I haven't really gone beyond that, and I don't really you know intend to. Like I'm going going to New York and Boston, and and I'm in L.A. next week, and it's it's pretty cool that they're searching for a dude in Lloyd Minster, Alberta. You know what I mean? Like everyone says like first of all they're like where's Alberta and second of all it's what is Lloyd Minster and I'm like and so I, I pull up I'm like man it's the border town it's Alberta Saskatchewan and they don't know what that means I'm like you can you can go to KFC on the Saskatchewan side and they go to McDonald's on the Alberta side all in the same day and they don't yeah, they don't care. and they're like yeah. what's a province yeah right yeah. <laughs> it's uh it, it's cool though to to get those opportunities and and then to also like you said to volunteer um, we've been on like 18 water and dental brigades um, since I started here in How 2009. How did you get connected with that? Man, I was searching for adventure. So, like I said, like I, I never got the ability to, to really go anywhere. Like, uh, um, well, all my friends went to like Mexico <laughs> in between semesters in school. Like, I had to work. I was mm-hmm. working at the zoo. Hey, like in between, uh, in in undergrad. After I was done my pizza fast uh, no, this is in Calgary. Okay. So before I even got into dental school, okay, I like I figured like you know can't work at pizza hut forever. So I got a job at the zoo. They were paying like seven bucks an hour, and I'm like shit, man, I hit the lottery. And so uh, I was working in the gate, like you know the gatekeeper. And then I needed more hours, and so I'd work at the gate until five, and then I would do the catering. You know how many people get married at the zoo? No. Yeah, you know, oh god, everyone <laughs> gets married at the zoo. And I remember like doing dishes and and being the catering person. And I the, the the I will never forget this. I was I would always because it was an open bar, and I just wanted to be that dude. I would carry like five bottles of beer in my hand and walk around to people, and they'd give me like here, here's five bucks. And I'm like, sweet man. Are <laughs> <laughs> you doing anything? <laughs> yeah, man, I was hustling, and so uh, yeah, no, I I I, uh, I did that. Uh, um, so when in, you're not when you're not
1: slinging beer at weddings at the yeah. zoo, what what else were you doing there?
2: Um, No, I was just working as hard as I could, man. Yeah, it was. uh, Any stories from working at the zoo? No, just. Close encounters, maybe? No, with with animals? Yeah. Oh, God, no. (laughs) No, I still remember I was uh, it was like three in the morning and you get a lot of like drunk people after the weddings. Right. And there was this one lady and she was like she was way too drunk and i was driving the golf cart like getting the booze back to like just trying to clean everything up and she jumps on the golf cart so, or jumps on the golf cart so she can get a ride um to the parking lot to meet her friend or something like that. so i'm driving her and she falls out of the golf cart and i'm going fast and i remember she was all scraped up and i'm just freaking out because i thought i was going to lose my job <laughs> i'm like i don't need this crazy lady ruining my gig here man but yeah that was fun maybe nowadays she would be like
1: hey i'm i hey but back then maybe a little bit more of hey i got to take responsibility
2: for oh, this oh totally now it's like how much can i sue you for
1: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. so how many of the clean
2: water and dentistry have you been on um that's called clean water and dentistry? yeah yeah um well like most of the most of them are are dental and so like it's been about 18. Like you lose track after a while um but like all over like central america uh, we've done dental work uh, right before COVID. We were in India uh, doing dental work. And then literally like the next week, the world shut down. So, like we got home right, right in time. And we're trying to uh, get it back up. So I started, uh, Regan and I, we started a scholarship at the U of S where we want to kind of get the next generation of dentists like excited about providing dental work in developing countries and and showing the world that like this isn't real dentistry like you know we're very fortunate to live in canada developed nation where people have access to to care if they need it and if you know, most people um but in developing countries like no, like you are you're, you're on your own in the mountain villages. And so um, we started taking dental students with us and like Regna and I would pay for their flights and accommodations and, and everything. And the cool part was is our goal is to just show like we want to show a couple dentists what it what it really is like. And the program has grown so much and like usually we would start to take two students every year, but every single of those students would come back. And so like now that they're graduated dentists, I have a list of twenty people That's every awesome. year that are like, Hey Nike, when are we going? And I'm like, Well, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now it's it's hard to like there's been so much like everyone talks about how COVID has affected us in Canada, but like COVID has destroyed these nations, like these developing countries, because no one is no one was giving money to any charity during COVID. No one, because we were all trying to survive on our own, let alone give money to charity and then no one there was there was no one working like locally because everyone went home and the problems only grow they don't get smaller right and so going back now like the problems have just been exacerbated so by, by a much higher multiplier than they than they were before and so I and like like even me like I haven't been back since COVID because like traveling is so difficult right now and like to even like all the flights we used to go through Houston and all those flights aren't even there anymore right so it takes 27 hours what used to take 12 hours right. uh, to go to you and and it's it's triple the cost and so many more barriers and like they just removed mask mandates in Guatemala you know what I mean and so it's it's. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of like, you know, what are we allowed to do this now? And, and um, I'm excited to start the program back up. So we have four dental students coming with us um, in uh, February 2024.
1: So you started out looking for adventure. Yeah. But saying, then, uh, you know, how long does it take you to do? How many how many kids <sighs> do you do? And then you're like, okay, this is not so much an adventure. This is kind of rewarding. To it was see. totally,
2: but like, you know, when I went out there, I still remember like the the second day we got there, we're in Guatemala. And I've I mean, never like you hear of Guatemala and you go on your very first day, you get to like learn about the community and they they try to show you cool things, right? And there's this volcano there, and you can hike the volcano. Like, what do you mean you can hike a volcano? And for sure, sure as heck, we're hiking this volcano, and you start to smell sulfur and then it's like starting to get hot and then it's literally like the like putting your head you know when you open the oven after you're cooking fries and like the the heat gets that's what it's like you're at the top of this volcano and you're like there's no way in heck that this would be allowed in Canada and there was literally a lava river and you can like people are selling marshmallows so you can like like roast a marshmallow on this lava and my shoes my soles, my shoes literally melted to the lava rock. So I had to get off there right away because I had no shoes and my feet were burning. Like this is the adventure I was this searching fir- for. This is the first the one. very, you- very first time, we haven't even done dentistry yet. And then the next day we go into these communities and then just is like, my heart is here. And like, this is a hey, tick the adventure box would be, it's like, like this is what real dentistry is. Like it's, it's you get to see people that have never had the ability to get out of pain or whose who's kids, um, you know, they suffer from eight abscessed teeth and they think that's normal. And the kids come in um, carrying bottles of pop because down there they have three liter bottles. Here we have two liter bottles. They have three liter bottles and they're sucking back this pop because pop is clean and water isn't. And so now you, you have this cycle of now these right. kids are drinking sugar, their teeth go to crap, their health isn't good, all because they're searching for a safe, al- safe alternative to to dirty water, you know what I mean? And so then you're like, well, what is the real problem here? Is it water or is it the teeth issue? And then it just leads you downhill. And that's um, how I partnered with Change for Children based out of Edmonton. And, and they have all these programs set up of, of water well drilling projects. And I thought it would be so cool if we could you know, fundraise for a water well and then go do dental work in that same community. And we did that and in 2015, our very first water well in Bethel, Nicaragua um, helped fundraise by the Rotary Club here in Lloyd. And uh, and we set up a, a water system there, like they drilled a, a clean water well uh, with an electric pump and then that very next year we went back and, and did all the dental work there and all the same people that we met and got to turn on the water for the first time i was you know doing fillings on them the very next year like it was just such a cool way to close the loop you know
1: is, is there a, is there one favorite that you have that you're like if they must all be rewarding
2: yeah you, you just you, but you these, don't you don't know what you like but there's nothing worse than tooth pain.
1: yeah like it, you can't think no all right I, I, yeah it's, like imagine being like living with that daily
2: yeah it's i i can imagine it and but it's not just that it's like people don't have the ability not to work like you have to work like that you you, you can't just say you got a toothache and get right. going to work right right and so you see all these people that are working in the sugarcane fields and they're not drinking clean water they have kidney issues because they're drinking contaminated water they have tooth pains they have like dehydration issues and, and diarrhea and, and and everything and it's just you're, you're always trying to figure out well what 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 starts it all you know what what's the biggest impact you can make is it as a dentist i always feel like you know i can always pull a tooth or fix a tooth but is that the biggest problem they have probably not but it's what i can do but what you know leave? I mean? yeah totally and and you, what i learned along the way was you know development is very difficult and i don't even I'm I'm like 0.1% of an expert on it. Like I know nothing about development, but I do know we all have the ability to to help someone and we can't make widespread change. And I don't believe one person can make widespread change, but we can make widespread change in one person.
1: It's just, it, it's so agonizing. And why does it always seem to happen? Like here, it always seems to be a long weekend. Like <laughs> somebody you know
2: gets some. Oh sort I know, of... I know. My phone's blowing up right now. It all, all starts at seven PM on a long Like weekend. we got long we, like we get long weekends, you're gonna be getting a phone oh, yeah. call. Like why yeah. does it always
1: seem to be long? I know, weekends? right?
2: I know it's in the inconvenience of it all, right? But and people no, wait. Really people wait because they don't want to bother you. I know, but they wait till it's too late, right? They're like, it was hurting at two, but now it's really bad at six. And yes. you're like, Oh, I get it, man. It's it's part of it. But you know, we see a lot of like facial traumas too and yeah, especially like this time of year, it's not hockey, hockey pucks. It's softballs. You know what I mean? It's, it's uh, bike accidents. It's trampolines. It's water slides. It's, uh, it's unfortunate. That's you're making my mouth of hurt
1: just thinking. Like trampolines.
2: Oh, oh God, man! You see me and these kids? They just jump into each other, right? And they can't control it. And it's it's uh, it's scary because those are permanent teeth, right? Yeah, they're unfortunate. But we do the best we can to put them back together.
1: Okay, I want to get into why you have been named the Lloyd Minster Parade, Marshal. Man, I'm trying to figure that out myself. (laughs) uh, I'll give you a little bit of break while we tell you about Bev and her team at Jetstream Personnel Consulting. Well, it's incredibly tough right now just to find the time to be able to find the right employees. Well, it's incredibly tough just to even get a few minutes to do that. That's exactly what Jetstream Personnel Consulting does. They find the right candidate for your business so you don't waste your time with what we call clutter. And they work locally to find specifically what you're looking for right here. They'll even design your ad, and there's no headhunting either. And Jetstream knows your industry, whether it's the oil sector, automotive, education, healthcare, agriculture, or even in administration. They know it. Jetstream Personnel Consulting, 780-8080 808-5736 or jetstreampersonnelconsulting.com our guest is Necki Jamal he is the parade marshal at the uh, Lloyd X fair parade Kurt, you're a pretty good announcer man like you
2: i think you got some practice doing this <laughs> I've you, had some yeah, I, yeah, a yeah, little, I like bit of practice I the like live
1: it. the live reads are something new to me uh, those are those are kind of new like i didn't do a lot of those on the radio yeah. and they're a little bit new like here even okay so we have the teleprompter now i like it so i'm kind of i'm, I'm still kind of learning mm-hmm. but i've got like uh superior water and Bava jet stream has been with us probably the longest for for live reads and jody herbis at BioClean and all these yeah. fantastic people that trusted me to do that the so,
2: radio guy goes video and needs the teleprompter that's
1: I exactly what i, I, well, see I, I see got so tired looking here. down like i yeah. felt like i wasn't doing the people who were supporting us justice so yeah Kind of do something. It's uh, it's something else to talk into a camera though. It really is. Yeah. Like, During well, COVID, we all had to learn. Well, now let's get into that a little bit because you do a lot of your own videos. I do. And you and I, we've we've worked on the Salty Farm together. Yeah. So <laughs> That's really the first time that I really got a chance. Like I knew of Necki Jamal. We yeah. didn't really know Necki Jamal. Yeah. And so we worked on Salty's had what they call a fencing day. So we go Man, out. Farm It's great. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Necki, like, well, I think you just enjoyed the quad.
2: Yeah. I mean, did you go
1: and buy a quad after
2: that? Did you enjoy right. it so much? that you go buy one? <laughs> yeah,
1: just drive around
2: college, park in a quad, right? No, I bought a farm, Kurt. I did How
1: about a, <laughs> a farm game with a quad? No. <laughs>
2: Oh crap! That's awesome. <laughs> but we had we had a blast. Like I absolutely love that day. Yeah, like, it was Trent, a great day. Trent And Kim, they're they uh, quality quality people, man. They and they ho- hosted us so well. They're yeah,
1: great but I was asking you there, like, hey, you do these awesome videos. Like, when did you, wh- how did you get into this?
2: And you told me you taught yourself. Yeah, man, I uh, I I was teaching a ton, and then COVID robbed me. COVID stole my soul because it was like that that you almost link your identity to. Who you are right now and i know i'm a dentist but like i was i was trying to grow this part of my career you know and what part of your career teaching just teaching That's, teaching and like so it developed I, wa- into, I wanted i wanted to change the way dentists learn i wanted to 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 redefine what it means to go to a conference i wanted to take the worst procedure in dentistry Wisdom tooth extractions and and flip it upside down and teach dentists that it can be done so much more uh, you know easier and and so patients don't hate you after you know what I mean I I wanted to be that dude and and that's what I was growing towards and so during COVID um, when I realized you know I, I can't like I'm shackled now like what am I gonna do I remember going to Home Depot because all the big box stores are still open for some reason right mm-hmm. you, you go to Home Depot. And I remember bought a jug of black paint, and I started painting the wall in my basement black. And I'm like, this is gonna be my studio. I didn't own a camera. I didn't own a microphone. I didn't even know I was gonna. I don't know. Use your cell phone. I didn't know anything. But I'm like, I know I want a black background. So I started painting my wall, and then and then I started going on YouTube. I think I need this camera. So I go on Amazon, buy a camera. Didn't know how to use it or anything like that. Taught myself how to. Video lenses, audio audio was really difficult to learn on my own. Like, I didn't know I could just call Maz, like Cody Maz, and be like, Hey, dude, you know all this already? Like, I didn't know, <laughs> yeah. I thought he was an event planner. I didn't know, like, yeah. he does all this, you know what I mean? And so, well, and it's, COVID. It's, it's COVID, right? So, I have probably four different microphones in my basement right now, four different cameras, three different lenses, and then you're like, Oh, so it's not really about the equipment, it's how you use it, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I, I learned it all, and then I'm like, I'm gonna start people were asking me like, Neki, can you do a webinar? And I'm like, a webinar? What's that? And you know what I mean? You're yeah. like, well, it's like, you know, let's just talk for an hour. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, I created this webinar and like 600 and something people showed up. And I was like, for me? And they're like, yeah, you're the hi- most highly ranked webinar. And I was like, oh, and they want more webinars. And I'm like, well, okay, well, why don't I just create video lessons? So I started making these video lessons like anywhere from two to six minutes and people were just loving them and then how they're do you, like how do you do that with no patients well there's there was a lot of there's lots of information like how to manage complications okay. how to do this how to assess x-rays like the patient component is only one part of it, right and then um so i started doing all all this and like you can go off x-rays and people are loving the videos and i'm like people are like neki i want to take your course and i'm like but i can't it's not it's not you can't do in-person courses yet and they're like, no, you should need, need to make video courses, and then it just it grew from there. And then I started uh, third molars online, and that's grown into the uh, biggest wisdom tooth extraction course in the world, and it's uh, it's in thirty four countries, and and uh, it's it's really grown bigger than I ever thought it would be, and and it's it's just so cool. I get text messages daily maybe almost hourly from dentists across the world saying hey what do you think about this case hey i, I got this case oh thank you so much and it was it's cool i've been able to connect with so many people all because of covid and that was my silver lining of it all is like covid shackled me but it also made made gave me so many opportunities to think outside the box and who'd I ever thought that you can teach dentistry off videos do you do you use those videos when you go out in person now um no I, I use portions of the videos, like when I do in-person lectures. Like, they'll I'll use like the the clinical portions of the videos, and and I like to share um, my failures more than my successes because no one gives a crap about how well you do. They care. They just want to see you brought down, right? And so I give I <laughs> hand it to them. I, I I I love learning how to tell a story. I love reading books on storytelling, and I love um, showing everyone that I'm not nearly as good as you think i am and we are all the same and i just want to help you get better so during covid uh neki like people are still going to have tooth pain yeah how did that work oh man that was it was brutal I, i i don't want to get political here but i it was it was really bad because you know all of a sudden you have someone dictating what you're allowed to see and what you're not allowed to see and and so You know the different health authorities they said this is deemed necessary and this isn't just you have to give advil to these people but like i know these people they're calling me like i came in so much pain and you're telling me to take an advil and i'm like that's all we're allowed to do so and then we 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 were allowed to see certain emergency patients if they you know qualified according to our criteria given to us and it like was it was pain tough. level as uh, yeah 10. like it was it was tough 10. and like you know i work with the hospital here in lloyd so we'd see so many people you know and we we do our best to do teledentistry which is we all know you can't do anything over teledentistry you <laughs> right. know i mean? get a picture of tom hanks with that skate yeah right
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm talking about yeah oh but yeah what was that movie
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, what was that w- w- with wilson yeah on the uh, on the on the uh, he's alone on the island yeah anyway. yeah, yeah. yeah. A- anyways um yeah no it was it was it was really tough during COVID, but it was like i felt horrible like i got a staff of 40 people and they have to go on serve some people can work help us do emergencies some people go on serve and that was such a, a devastating point in in all of our lives and i i hope that you know history doesn't repeat itself on
1: that one i'm with you okay
2: first thing i remember
1: of neki jamal in the community you're bribing kids to bring in candy and you're (laughs) you can win an ipad is that what it was was it an ipad the first one was an ipad Uh, yeah yeah yeah. i think the first one was is that what the first thing you like really did i think it was that kind of
2: newsworthy yeah no i don't know i think the mission trips were were newsworthy and well no
1: i I know i know but like locally oh okay Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: I'm trying to remember.
1: Is that the first time your name appears in like the newspaper or on the news? You're on the, you're on
2: the news or on the radio. People are (laughs) saying, I feel like Lloyd Minster has been too kind to me because they're (laughs) always like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to like, can we write about this? I'm like, why do you want to write about that? Like, that's, that's pretty cool. I, I, I I honestly was just seeing my neighbor's kids and there would be like mouths full of candy after Halloween. And I'm like, was I like, did I have that much candy after Halloween? And these kids like they, they they sneak it at like 10 p.m. at night. You know what I mean? Like, no. Like, and I was like, these, these poor kids. i like, and then uh, I was like, yeah, let's let's give them an iPad, a chance to win an iPad for every pound of candy they bring in, and it's the Halloween buyback, right? And it was it was a great idea. Like, we got hundreds and hundreds of pounds, but then you're like what the heck did you do with all this candy what did you do with and it? i'm like can i eat it like am i am i allowed to <laughs> eat this candy and i still remember patricia i like walk into the room and i like try to sneak a handful and she was just, she got so mad at me she slapped my hand she's like that's not your candy and i was like oh, i guess so um and then but, we were like but what do you do with it right and so there was didn't you get all the crappy candy that's what yeah, i imagined yeah. happening yeah and people would come with like flats of like PC Coke, you know what I mean? They like you probably bought the PC Coke because you don't know, weigh more and you can just go into, uh, you know Did what you I mean? Do really get yeah, that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. be like, you know, it's on sale, right? Yeah. And then they they bring it because then they get like 20 entries, right? I yeah, like, I don't know. But anyways, and we were like, what do we do with all this candy? But then we met this guy from the military who makes care packages that sends over to Afghanistan and because the war was slapped, yeah, right? yeah and so uh we would give it to the army base in wainwright and this guy this homie would show up like in in military fatigues and that's what they call it fatigues like yeah, I green. So. Yeah. yeah and he, he yeah would, green we, even if you're in the desert yeah. yeah yeah he would load up his army truck with these garbage bags full of candy and it was it, was, it blew my mind i still remember looking at him being like are you gonna eat this candy, or are you gonna actually send it over? And I'm like, is it is it like cost effective to send over candy? And who's fixing their teeth? But uh, it was it was wild. And so every year we started giving it to the military, and it's like they almost expected it. Yeah, well, and it was it was wicked.
1: Yeah, yeah do, do like, you still do it?
2: Uh, COVID. Yeah yeah they were like we can't even have magazines anymore so we're like do you want you still can't have magazines i don't know there's so many like things that i I think magazines ended after covid you still see them in choppers drug mart and stuff like that but like i think i bet you the magazine subscription world just died i still remember looking at my visa bill after like during uh, the first month of covid being like i have like a massive visa bill. There's no one like we have zero revenue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you pay this bill? And I'm going through like Oprah magazine, eighty four dollars. And I'm like, we're paying eighty four dollars for Oprah's magazine. You know what I mean? Who's Oprah? <laughs> <laughs> she's still around. Yeah, she's still around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you're like, yeah. I, I just I don't know if it, I, I think just things just left society. And, well, everybody and just magazines. You're, if left. you're
1: waiting, in then you're just on your phone now. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Just- Totally. that's probably the best people people probably want that more than anything anyway. oh
2: i think it, i i wish i think covid made me more addicted to my phone than anything and and i need to i need to get off that that bandwagon fast but anyways so then you get into
1: the lloyd loves local boxes is that what came next? yeah 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 that was super fun how did that start so whose idea how's that start um, you did a big video for it
2: like yeah it was yeah, amazing yeah. so i'll out like a week? Totally. So it was, it was, it started off with like, hey, I, re- I still remember I went to Cliff Rose and I saw Dave at Cliff Rose. He always takes such good care of me. I love him. And I'm like, dude, how many people came through here today? And he's like, no one, no one's buying anything. I'm like, this sucks. So I'm like, let me buy a gift certificate and I'll just, I'll raffle it off to my patients. He's like, oh, that'd be wicked. And I did the same thing at the, at the toy store, Walk on Water. And this is during COVID? This is during COVID, yeah. Oh and um because you know they were allowed like you know two people in the store and but like no one was going in like no one yes yeah
1: yeah everyone was scared
2: everyone was scared right and that's fair and so um it started there and then it was like you know how can we make a bigger splash if we're gonna do these donations anyway if we're just gonna buy stuff why not go to businesses highlights like local like whether you sell honey like buzz about the hive honey Mm -hmm. and why don't i buy all your honey from you and i'll buy all your jam from you at at local share at, at lower shannon farms and i'll buy you know 100 kilos of coffee at prairie lily and and put them all together and, and then beer. sell the box and beer. beer yeah fourth meridian and um and i'll buy all those personally and so i know i'm supporting you because we're like i i feel As a small business, I know small business is the is the backbone of of our entire society. It employs the most people. It it really revolves. It allows our entire economy to revolve. And if we lose our local small businesses, our town goes to crap. And so I thought I could do my part by doing that. But then I also know no one's donating to the olive tree during COVID. Mm -hmm. No one is donating to the women's shelter during COVID. And I thought or the interval and I thought it'd be really cool to sell all these locally Locally made goods, um, and donate the entire amount. So I would buy, um, or Wayside whatever. We would buy the whole, all these products, and then we would sell the box for like fifty bucks. Yeah, and all fifty bucks went to. Dollar Tree. Tree or, yeah, and it, it, we did it during Christmas, and yep. I, I, I was shocked. I'm like, well, maybe was we'll, Christmas the first one? Yeah because okay, yeah. i know there was a summer one too. yeah we yeah. did we did a couple yeah, yeah it was uh christmas was first time. it was it was kind of i thought it was before the whole box craze started and and like i was shocked like i don't know how many likes we got on facebook it was shared across the province and we sold out in, like, it got minutes. mentioned in the legislature yeah in both alberta and saskatchewan yeah like that was that was super cool and and like other other office dental offices in ontario Oh, I didn't know reached that. Out and they're like, Neki, that's such a great idea. Can we copy? And I'm like, I don't care what you do. Like, I think everyone should be doing it. And even if you sell no boxes, at least you're supporting local and you're supporting your local businesses. And then if you, whatever you do sell, can go uh, for, you know, towards charity. And uh, the first one sold out. I, I, and then we had to make more boxes. And they were like, uh, they're like, we ran out of honey, we ran out of jam, we have no more jam, you can't sell anymore. And uh, a huge partner in that was Brixton Shoes, yes, uh, Mindy at Brixton, and she would store all the boxes there. We were able to run every all the money uh, through Brixton. Um, Mindy has always been such a huge supporter, she's a huge local supporter, but also, like, I always call her, I'm like, hey, Mindy, I got this idea. And she's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> How much is this going to cost How me? How much is it going to cost me? And no, I don't have your size of shoes in stock. And so, um, yeah, no, Mindy uh, Mindy was a huge supporter. And Patricia, uh, of course, at the office, they, they played a huge role. And, and uh, they sold out quickly. And then we're like, well, you know, let's keep on going. We did that for the Olive Tree. What can we do for the Interval Home? Or, um, ran another series of boxes and it worked out great and then our last box the summer box summer isn't quite as we learned it isn't the best gift giving month it's yeah. or gift giving season well, people are I guess. so busy too i know paid, really no one really, really cares yeah we were much. trying to raise money for the uh uh the the uh, rescue squad yeah yeah and i don't think we raised very much but we, we did our best Yeah, Yeah, we did our best. And it was cool stuff. Like, we got to support Lake Life Caesar and the uh, distillery in Vermilion and coffee at Prairie Lily. I just drink a lot of coffee, so I was going to support my homie Terry. Yeah. Yeah. You you mentioned Dave Schneider, and we were going to do
1: something on a a, a weekend, and it was going to be Friday in the summer, and it didn't go over well. And then I remember going into Cliffs and Dave saying to me, what did you learn? And I'm like... I learned. I learned this is a lake town. Like people yeah. go away on the weekends. Yeah. And he's like, there you go. You've yeah. learned something. You'll never do that again. No. It's like, that's exactly, well, at least you learned something.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. OK, then Bike for Breakfast comes along. Yeah, yeah. So Sean uh, Newman, I had no idea who Sean Newman was. I knew he had a podcast. That's that's the beginning and ending of what I knew of Sean. And Sean, I get this weird cryptid, in, cryptid, cryptic text message. Saying, hey, meet me here and like at his studio. And I was like, who is this? You know what I mean? And (laughs) am I going to lose a kidney? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, um, he's like, hey, I got this idea of biking across Canada because he did that. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you want me for? And he's like, well, like, what if, what if we, you know, developed an idea where we can um, help support the breakfast program because his wife is a, a teacher. And he was telling me about how a lot of the schools don't provide enough food for the children or children come to school hungry and i'm like man that was that was me when i was a kid like i i didn't have as much growing up and we always relied on the kindness of friends and strangers and so it, it really resonated with me and, and it was cool to call other people in the community and, and get them to Um, get on board with it and and then we got to raise like we raised over two hundred thousand dollars with the help of sobeys and co-op and they were huge sponsors and and uh and coming through and and like i know wayside was a sponsor and and so was uh uh, a lot of other great companies in in this town and and we all kind of rallied together to um to to kind of feed the cause right Yep. And Bag for Breakfast still goes. I'm not as involved as, as I was before. I still I still donate. I don't I don't ride the bike anymore. But uh um it's uh it, it's it's been incredible and I know Um, Natalie and, and, and Dave Lopez and, and so many others. And, and Tracy, they all, they're, they're killing it. And, and Tracy Matthews and Brad Matthews. Yeah. And they, they all play a huge role. Uh, Becky Grassel and they're, they're amazing. And they're within the school system and and they do whatever they can to help. And, and that's, it's just so cool to see what a community comes together and does
1: it's, it's, I'm going to ask you this, but I think it's pretty easy to see why it is that you give back so much.
2: Um because I, I didn't have it when I was growing up, man. Like, I, I I didn't have it. But like, when you say that, I feel like I could do so much more. Like, it's, it's, I actually had an interesting conversation. I, I don't know why, when you're on the show, you just want to tell you everything. Like, there's no filter here. I don't know what it is. But Patricia, she came to me last week. And she's like, Neki, where's your head at? And I said, what do you mean, where's my head at? And she's just like, your head isn't here. I'm like, well, what do you mean my head's not here? She's just like, your head's in 10 different places. You're thinking about You're in LA this week. You're here, you're in Toronto here. you were just in Montreal. You're, you're, you're working here. And then on the weekends you're podcasting or you're doing something and you're like, that's not who you are. And I was like, you're totally right. And just this last week, I I just had this huge revelation of like, I need to become centered in, in who I am again. And I know developing different sides, of your career is fun, but what makes you who you are is, is for me was, was community and that's where i feel mikey dubs like my best friend he he really got me to think about that again you know what i mean like we all get sidetracked and we all grow want to grow in different ways but Mikey has always been about the community and and uh he's always been my inspiration to to always do great things in the community and so um it, i needed patricia to tell me to you know neki your your heart has always been here and, and and you need to find yourself again here and so um it's funny that you say that because I want to do so much more and like what we've done has been great but it's not enough like there's so many areas that this community needs help in you know and if if Floyd Minster continues to grow um I I, I'd be super happy but there's always parts of our uh population that are at risk or they're um you know could could use a, a helping hand and and I know there's a ton of people in the community that that help and that help build community quietly and and uh um i I think those parts of the community are necessary but i want to encourage other people to um to to do more and and i will be as well
1: you know you you mentioned that like i don't know like how tough is it to be that person to approach someone and say hey you're not centered
2: Oh, I know. Like, you she know, know what that I mean. Me. Oh, like, she, she, I like, think she likes to do that. She likes to press my buttons. But like, she, I, I yeah. remember,
1: I remember, I had a friend that did that for me. Yeah. Like came to me and was like, "We're like, w- what are you doing?" Yeah. I'm like, "Well, what do you what do you mean?" And and she was like, "Well, we're like, you're going this way, you're going that way, you're going this way, going this. Way. I can't keep up. What are you doing?" Yeah. Like and it must be so. And now I think about there's people that I have been like
2: close to saying that to, But it's
1: so tough to tell somebody yeah. like, your head's not in it. You know, like
2: no, uh, like it, I'm, I'm really lucky. I have Patricia to, to help me out with that. And, it, it, and isn't yeah. it true? You got to surround yourself with you're people you're that, you're, the, you're only your who you surround yourself with. That that's who you are, right? And yeah. so you know, I got I got Mikey Dubs and I got Patricia Brokoff. <laughs> and you've you've done a lot for Regional Health Foundation as well. Uh, No, not really. Well, I, I I want to do more. I want to do more. Stuff's <laughs> been bugging me quite a bit, and so <laughs> well. I, uh, I mean, yeah. you know, she's she's done a phenomenal job with the with the uh, regional health foundation, and and. Well, are you the, uh, the type of guy that plays down your time.
1: Uh what do you mean? Well, I mean, there you are at the dodgeball with mikey dubs man that was wicked. calling the i can't wait to do that again you know you know what i mean calling the calling the play
2: kind of yeah 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 you know that was that was fun I, yeah i want to i'm, a lot of I'm people, definitely doing that again a this lot of year. people
1: play their time down like they're like well it's just time no it's like, yeah. like you have none of
2: it Nicky. no i i was in an <laughs> two and a half hours late for this interview i'm surprised you're still here and, and not swearing at me but well, uh no it's uh it's it, it's cool. and, and, you know, Lloyd Minster has given me so much and the opportunity to, to grow who I am. Like, who'd I ever thought that, you know, that pudgy 13-year-old just got his braces off, now has confidence to 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 do something, would end up in Lloyd Minster and to see how the community would accept him. You know, and like the community has accepted me with open arms and and I still remember seeing some patients on in, in my first week and being like why did you move here? You know what I mean? And like them mm-hmm. being skeptical of this Calgary guy, you know? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I want to learn about the community and, and them taking, like opening their arms to me like, hey, you should come over for dinner. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I've,
1: I've asked this for, to a lot of people and they always say, yes, it's, it's different here. What, what makes this place special? because I, I can't like i just had somebody on like two weeks ago or something and i said is it the same everywhere like you've done a lot of places is it the same everywhere no
2: it's definitely not the same no. it's special here yeah what makes Lloyd special? everyone wants every everyone everyone wants to help but everyone needs I, I found it's hard to process i have so many things to say but everyone wants to help they just need the opportunity and i find different communities jump on that opportunity differently and Lloyd Minster no matter who I've asked to, for help with a project or you know I say there's a need here I've never been told no never and and I do think Lloyd Minster is special because we all know we're in this together and we all know that um we we do have to grow but we can't leave people behind
1: Neki, well like you've earned this no man marshal. You no, really no, no.
2: I, I i honestly i feel like the kid at the end of the table because well, i i don't feel like i have yet i there's so many things i want to do and i'm i'm very honored that you know i was asked to be the, the parade marshal um but i have big shoes to fill too
1: well there's there's people who make this town special too and you're one of them oh thanks buddy yeah i <laughs> i like like you i feel like when you're parade marshal, you're kind of on a wall a little bit
2: oh I I just do
1: I just feel like hey you know like there's certain people who inspired me like in this community Uh, I think of Ken Baker yeah I think of Vic Juba yeah I think of like Don Whiting uh Paul at PWM Steel yeah you know Paul Clausen these people are huge like I don't know you're around these people then all of a sudden you want to do more is there somebody that inspires you
2: yeah man the my buddies at rotary now to be clear my rotary people, I still remember Doreen, man. Doreen, she, she's she's been absolutely amazing. All the people in Rotary have always supported me from the beginning. It's tough to make it to Rotary now with with work because they're you know at the same time. So Doreen McCaw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doreen, sorry. Yeah, Doreen McCaw. Um, she's been she Doreen McCaw and Robin Acton, like they've they've really always been a supporter of me. I still, man. Man, I know I'm going way over time here. I remember coming home from Nicaragua and I, with this idea and Richard Starkey was like, uh, you need to present this idea at our next meeting. And I was like, it would be really cool if we could drill a water well in a developing country. And it was just an idea. And I remember coming home from Nicaragua and I was like bawling. Like I was in tears being like, look at what we have. Like I got goosebumps right now. Look at what we have. And look what, like, it's so easy. It's just, it's just, they just need water. And we can create such a change. And everyone rallied. Everyone like, like tip jars became donation jars at parties. We held a function at the, uh, uh it's not there anymore. The uh downtown, what was it? it? used to be a restaurant.
1: Oh, um I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 It used to be a men's store and then it was a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, What, yeah, that? Yeah, Paul, what was that place?
2: Like. Yeah, changed, I know what you're, I know what changed, you're talking changed about. Changed right on the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change hands a couple times. Um yeah, we had a, a big party there. And then Marty Fowler, you know Marty and yep, Jackie Fowler, yep. huge supporters They're like Necky, we we wanna join. And in their hangar, we had a fundraiser, and people were signing his airplane. Like the airplane in there is showing their support. I remember that. Yeah. Yes, I and, remember that. And in Nicaragua, when you go, when you have a drink, like kids walk around with either a pop bottle or they walk around with a plastic bag with Coke in it. And it's just wrapped around, and then there's straws in there, and everyone's walking around with plastic bags with their drinks in it, and and it was like you're in Nicaragua again. And Glenn um, from Rotary, Glenn Fagan, he developed this Nicaraguan meal, and everyone's just buying in, and, and and we all want to help. We just need to know how, and we fundraised like we raised like over 35 grand that night for for community a world communities a world away that no one's even heard of but they all want to help that's why lloyd minster is different and and there's so many people in the community that have you know bought into my ideas and they they you know trusted me from what i've seen and in what where i think we we can help and they continue to do so and it's I I still remember I would have patients telling for the first time, hey, I'm going to go to Guatemala. And um, patients would show up with coloring books and toys and they'd be like, hey, can you take this to a kid? And like brand new, like pencil crayons and stuff. And and so I didn't even have clothes in a bag. I had like two pairs of t-shirts and coloring books because I didn't have enough space for clothes. You know what I mean? And it was just, it's crazy that everyone wants to help, man. How does that go over? Like, you give a kid a coloring book and crayons? Yeah, and they're speaking to you in Spanish, being like, what the hell is this, right? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, uh, it's cool, man. It's, it's, it's wicked. It's, it's, you know, I, I can only imagine, because I have these dreams where I wake up in Asia, and I'm, like, looking up, and there's these four doctors looking down at me with bright lights speaking, you know, Mandarin, and I'm trying to understand what they're saying. And it's really no different than these kids. We're all talking English or speaking English because we can't speak, you know, a, a certain dialect of Spanish or a certain indigenous language. And these poor kids, they don't know what the hell we're doing. They've never seen a dentist before and we're freezing them up and getting rid of abscessed teeth. They must be freaked out, right? And so to give them a coloring book is I'm sure the least of their worries. And so it's, uh, it, 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 it's, it's a very different experience um, when you're down there, for sure. Thank you. Man, I can talk forever. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I really appreciate you uh, what you do in the community. Yeah, thanks. And man. Uh, there's a lot there are a lot more people in the community that do more than I do. I just I'm happy that Lord Minister has uh, has invited me into their community with open arms. I don't know. I think you're I think you do a great job and I appreciate thanks, you man. being here. You're parade marshal.
1: Yeah. Nicky. Necky Jamal.
2: Do I get mini donuts or something?
1: Ah uh, You thing? know what? Jack Lundquist dropped off donuts earlier today, but Bucky <laughs> ate them all.
2: <laughs> Damn it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow here from the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan.